welcome back to the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am, as per usual, Mick Whoopi Goldberg. And today we are going to continue our conversation on Tekken 8. We got a whole bunch of new footage and we're going to break it all down right here, right now. So tonight I brought on two Tekken heads to talk about this with me. So I would love to introduce Protege Deluxe. Yo, what up? How you doing? It's me, your boy, uh, the Deluxe Package, even though I'm for free. What's up? And you haven't heard from this man in a while, but he's back in season three. We have the one and only Snapple Grapple. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? It is the Snap Grap back in action. We're very happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you guys on tonight, both of you. Um, I've never had you two, just you two, together on the podcast before. Um, so I'm extra stoked uh, for this. It's like hey, having with Cole that. and Kendrick on the same song. It's just, it's, honestly, it's just, not, it's just not allowed. It's just, Real. yeah, it'd too be much too heat. powerful, honestly. After <laughs> this, prepare for your shit to blow up. All right. <laughs> we might have to. We might have to start it with. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> Hell yeah. But tonight, as I said, we're going to be talking about Tekken. Now, the last time we talked about Tekken, me and Protégé, we, 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 we broke down our hopes and our dreams and speculations for what we wanted. And immediately after recording, they dropped a whole breakdown on the heat system. A whole breakdown, a whole whole trailer on new characters as soon as we stopped recording. And so we were immediately outdated. So we're back again to do this the right way. Oh yeah, honestly. And I I love the fact that, uh, uh, like I feel like I said it in the last episode where I was like, watch when we say this, something crazy is gonna come out. And everything that we said is going to be like just old news. And it did. It happened. And I'm happy with it. All right. I love that I was right about that because we got this new info. It's making me kind of, kind of hype. It's like you are right in the worst way possible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have gotten like hella news. We've gotten several, several, several character reveals. We have a whole breakdown of the new mode they added called the heat system. Uh, we have so much gameplay that now we don't even have to speculate how the game's going to feel. So, um, I want to ask you guys, I want to start, here's what I want to start. I want to start right here. From the gameplay you've seen so far, from the trailers and any of the versus footage from the events, how, how would you rate the flow of the game or, or the, the feel of it from what you've witnessed so far? Snap grab, I'm gonna let you go first. Go ahead. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. I hate to be like cliche when I say this, but obviously we're gonna have to wait till we actually get our, uh, get our hands on the controllers. Feel it like real time. But I gotta tell you, man, by watching all of these different trailers, it looks smooth. It feels smooth. Like, like the like the best way I can describe it, right? And it's probably gonna be a bad correlation, but it feels like watching Super Smash Bros. go from Smash 4 to Ultimate, where it was just like, okay, this game not only like got better in the graphics and obviously like the visuals but the fighting system just feels overall like it connects more not just from like a combo standpoint just like every single movement every single hit 
every parry, every counter, even the blocks, like everything just looks like it's flowing a lot easier or a lot smoother. Obviously, I won't know for sure until I get my hands on a controller, but it's just from face, or not really face value, but from the eye test, it's like, wow, this game already feels different, and we haven't, like, we haven't touched it yet, you know what I mean? But, it, like, it feels different. Dude, nah, I, honestly, I feel the exact same. You couldn't have put it any more perfect. Like, I'm watching I'm so footage of it right now, dude. I'm watching some of the, what is it, the, I think, uh, uh, Dill said it to us on uh, uh, Twitter or on Facebook, but it was a Twitter post of uh, one of the news outlets or game outlets, uh, Gamer Braves. Mm-hmm. Dude, this game looks so like you just like you said, just smooth. Dude. Like from and you're right, like the the hits feel like I don't know if it's what they do now, how they play the hit reactions, but it really feels like you're getting hit more. Like. Even though, like you said, we didn't get our hands on it yet. Right. The from the look of some of like how combos are interrupted when or like if you're landing a successive hit or like when you activate the heat, you hit them, activate the heat dash forward, you know what I mean? Yeah. All that's it's it feels so much more crisp. And like just having played Tekken 7 again after a while on my uh PS4, like it just it just looks like it's gonna feel better to play if that makes sense (laughs) yeah it's it's funny it's funny you say that about tekken 7 because on the last episode um i think i mentioned that i would never like call tekken a stiff game but um but watching tekken 8 and then looking back at tekken 7 tekken 7 does look stiff and rigid compared to what's going on in tekken 8 right now and i don't even know if i'd describe it as stiff and rigid but it's it's like it's I feel like it in Tekken 8, the, the, well, at least in my perspective, it's the opposite, where they tightened it up. You know what I mean? It felt like some of the stuff in Tekken 7, like the, the, when I say it feels like you got hit, like you know you got hit, in Tekken 7, sometimes you just get clipped with something that you're like, how the hell was that my hitbox? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't look like, and again, we haven't gotten our hands on it. We're only seeing limited gameplay of one or two matches, something like that. But it looks like when you get hit, like they they just tightened it up so much where it looks almost like, yeah, man, I don't know. It, it, it looks like it's stiffened <laughs> up but in, a, in a really, really good way. And I can't wait to play it so that I can see for myself. So if I can interject it all, right? When I think about Tekken 7, because I've actually been playing Tekken 7 like a lot over the past couple weeks to months in preparation for this and just to sort of get back in my fighting game vibes. But when I play Tekken 7, it feels almost like a blur. Like everything I do just feels blurry. Like once I start hitting, unless I play King, right? Cause you know, it's mostly grabs and slams and stuff. But when you use other characters that have quick combos or, you know, pop you up in the air and then start doing what they do or even pick you up off the ground. Like Greg, when you use Ryan and you know them, them crazy combos where you'll like knock me across the map but then you'll like pick me up off the ground even though i'm still on the ground and then keep hitting me with moves things yeah, like yeah. that always feel almost blurry to me when every punch connects and you you know you combine that with the uh the special effects that they add to the game per hit you know like the little uh-huh. hit little hit uh explosions or whatever uh-huh. the visuals just feel blurry but as i watch this stuff in tekken 8 i'm like 
that's a hit. I'm like, okay, that's a hit. Okay, those are yeah. multitudes of hits. Okay, oh, that's yeah. all connecting. It even looks like, like, it's just like you said, you, like, it, it looks like you're getting hit. It's you can feel just, it, oh, too. I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to throw this flying knee out there, and your body's just going to hit, like, 16 flips. It's like, no. He threw <laughs> a knee, and his face, like, jerked backwards, and now he's on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, small yeah. little cosmetic changes like that that just make the game feel so much more... more like I said, I don't know what the opposite of like a blur would be, but just, just so much more fluid to me. Like so much, yeah, so much it's better. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's calibrated, bro. It's there. It's crazy because the characters are doing way more outlandish things compared to what we're used to them seeing. Cosby yeah. is shooting lasers mid-string. Uh -huh. uh, Nina's shooting guns and stuff. What giant lights and stuff? Yeah, and um, and they're using all these like outlandish attacks, which all look amazing. But like you said, they're not doing like 20 flips in the air to make the combos work and stuff. Everything yeah, yeah. looks a little, they, everyone's moving a little bit more realistic despite them being hit with things that really, like, you know, Nina shooting you, you should pretty much just go down in real life. But yeah, I, I, I can imagine if a bullet wasn't tearing through your body, your body would react in the way that Tekken 8 has it doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dude. Kazuya turning devil in the middle of a combo, dude. Oh, so yeah, fire, that's dude. Cool. Was, when he actually does he, he turns Kazuya to like full devil. Gym, so cool. That's so crazy y'all said that. Because when y'all were talking about the lasers like mid combos, I was like, in my head, I'm thinking about Jin and how his mid combos, yeah. like the little devil wing pops out for a second. Then he like knocks you in the air, flies up. Yeah. And you. I'm like, damn. So it's just like base now. Like it's like, it's like Dragon Ball Z where like, okay. We're, yeah, we don't have the aura base. anymore, but the Super Saiyan is always on us. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Um, yeah, yeah, how? Yeah. So, so you guys are, are pretty positive on that. I was, I was going to ask you guys, how do you feel about them? I don't want to say deviating, but they're definitely letting their imagination stretch with how these characters could fight, um, in a, a, a looser, uh, a looser sense. In they're not adhering strictly to their chosen martial art now yeah. you know kazuya is his kazuya martial arts style his mishima style karate but he's uh -huh. using devil lasers now or you have nina using her her aikido her assassination aikido stuff but she's also shooting you and shit and stuff like that how do you guys feel about them adding additions like that so what i enjoy about it personally um is it feels like natural progression it feels like this is the eighth game in the series and we shouldn't like it's like i said i have to take it back to the dragon ball stuff like we shouldn't have to be in our devil forms to be able to do devil stuff you know what i mean uh, like yeah. we've we've been devils since what tekken 5 tekken 6 Double Jin? yeah uh yeah tekken 5 right so we have what four or five like games Kazuya was before that right yeah. right how's it devil kazio was in one. Oh god i didn't even know that but yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. We have years and years of progression. These characters are supposed to, if I'm not mistaken, in the lore, keep progressing, you know. We have uh -huh. uh, uh, McWhoopie. They, I see, they get stronger, yeah. Somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, McWhoopie, I mentioned it to you earlier with, like, Leroy being added into, like, the base game. Like, to me, that feels like a part of progression because uh, 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 Pr uh, Pr uh, Protégé Deluxe brought it up to me that Leroy is actually a very, uh, a very important piece of the Tekken story, that Netflix show, the Netflix anime that they made, and I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that like that lore is all accurate, right? No, that's uh, all brand new, honestly. Oh, I, really? Strangely enough, I never actually watched it. 
strangely, because oh, okay. I totally planned to watch it, and I definitely didn't. I have no <laughs> idea why I didn't. Yeah. I didn't Leon watch it for no reason. Uh, he wasn't like a character that they brought back. He was made up fresh for Tekken 7, but he was super popular in the tournament scene when he came out that I was like, okay, they see how nice and how loved this character is. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're gonna do some shit for him. And I love that they did that instantly. Instantly. Yeah, no, nah, because he, he, he definitely got his love in the show, if I'm not mistaken, and now he's yeah. immediately in Tekken 8. So it's like... Mm-hmm. That but it's good because sort, of, sort of stuff like that. I mean, I know that's more of a lore thing that I'm kind of touching on because that doesn't really have to do anything with the fighting styles. But it's just it shows that on all aspects, like uh, Namco Bandai is progressing forward with Tekken. Like to me, it's, uh-huh. it just looks like adaptation. You know, you we've always had the guns and like never had like never been able to use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, unless you go into the customs and you like purchase uh-huh. one of the random goofy guns that you can shoot. You weren't really shooting guns, you know what I mean? Like, you were just fighting. I mean, obviously the sword characters use their weapons, you know. Uh, Yoshimitsu always uses his sword. Um, dang, I'm trying to think of some other swordsmen. I mean, Raven. Raven. Yeah, and, uh, Raven. Raven. Jeez, I almost forgot they, about them. Yeah. Yoshimitsu. I'd be surprised if we saw Raven come back, to be honest with you. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I'm upset, honestly. I mean, but if Master Raven came back, I'm not mad. Master Raven was cool. Um, I feel I would be remiss if that character was gone entirely, though. Oh, the Raven character? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a pro, there's a, a possibility we could get Raven. Would you want Raven or Master Raven? I wouldn't mind Master Raven. Master but what about a new variation of Raven? What if they Batman it and make it like, oh, it's a title? You know what I mean? Like, like I, It is, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh. Like they're like a a special like military force, and there's like a bunch of them that are trained. Oh, okay. The Raven Corps. Yeah, yeah, more or less. I, I always can't said I wish, exactly. I always said I wished uh, Master Raven was an older woman as opposed to being a young woman. Yeah, this would make more sense for her being the master, right? Way more, yeah. Well, maybe in Tekken Eight, she is older. You know what I mean? You never yeah. know. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, what was the original question? I don't remember if I answered it or not. Um, it's how we felt about like. Oh, how you feel about them adding the extra like extravagances to the characters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think I you mean, answered it just fine. Yeah, I'm. I remember if I. Uh... Yeah, never mind. Let me not be real. Go ahead. <laughs> I answered first, um, so if you want to give your like take on that, by all means, I kind of just threw my my response out there. Got you. Right, right, right. All right. But yeah, in uh, uh, for that take, I don't mind it. I enjoy it kind of, especially with like John Hers being like that. You know what I mean? That it's like a weird, like just a angelic light. Thing. Yeah. And, yeah, purifying light. That's a good right, way to put it. Right, she hits um, you with the fucking there. Where? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bright one. It just, it just makes you happy after that. <laughs> but uh, yo, imagine if that was her KO. Though. I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. But the point is, I do enjoy that they uh, add those extra things. And like uh, uh, Snap said, I really think that adding it, like making that addition just gives it so much more flair but it's not like it's that different from the Tekken that we're used to but it's a cool part that you can put in 
where it like kind of brightens up the game, makes it feel new. You know what I mean? Makes it feel cool. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. I, I haven't seen such a drastic change in the feel of Tekken since Tekken 5 transi uh, transitioned into Tekken 6. For mm. me personally, like when Tekken 5 went to Tekken 6, I had to relearn Yoshimitsu all over again. I had to relearn That's Panda fair. all over again. Yeah. Um, and I, I got a feeling we're going to be in the same boat in a good yeah. way. Like this is yeah. a good feeling. This is, a, this yeah. is a, a good thing to where when these characters do drop and we do play as them, like I'm sure we'll be able to fall back on a few legacy skills that we've carried over yeah. over like three decades or whatever. Uh -huh. But um, um, I think we'll have a lot of new shit to learn yeah. to actually be good at Tekken 8. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I was going to say before, not before, um, but I had this thought before we started as I was looking at some of the gameplay. I'm like, it feels like you're seeing a new arcade game. You know what I mean? You ever walk into, whether it's like the mall or something, and you see a new cabinet that you've never seen before? Yeah. So you know, like, it feels like that. And I'm like, damn, if they can make me feel like it's an arcade like back in the fucking day, this is, this is going to be pretty tough. This is going to be fucking cool. I'm excited. I'm, I'm mad excited uh, for this. Because um, finally, seeing these characters just do new moves is so cool to me. Like, seeing yeah. Paul do a move that I had never seen before. Like, when he runs up and he like punches you in the air and then he does the fucking uh, suplex, the German yeah, suplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's cool. I'm like, oh, now now you guys are actually evolving the characters' complete move sets. Yeah, you know, Law is obviously pulling out nunchucks and stuff, but I'm sure he's got some new actual strike moves that are brand new. Same with Asuka when she drops. She they just added a whole bunch of power crushes for her, and and John is pretty much rebuilt from the ground up. Things like that, I think, are really it's really exciting to see because now I'm not I don't feel like I'm buying like an expansion. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. It does. It feels like a brand new game, not just a fucking, not just like, oh, okay, it's another one, like how Call of Duty does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and um, to to move on a little bit, uh, seeing all of this new this new footage of the game. Uh, obviously, the the graphics are amazing. But now seeing all of these new characters doing all these new things with all these new particles and 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 whatnot, how do you feel about the graphics now? Are you more impressed than you were before? Less impressed? Um, <clears throat> so me personally, I'm honestly super impressed because, like I said, with Tekken Seven, some of my biggest issues was as you would combo or as you would throw these like flurries and flares of hits, the like the bodies didn't really move correctly in my opinion you know what i mean like, they, like there were some that were accurate like different sweeps would like flip people correctly and stuff like that but i would just remember with certain characters doing like a quick combo and the bodies just don't really move and i mean we we touched on it like a whole bunch in the beginning of this segment but seeing like the like the hitboxes as the people are getting hit not so much the offense but like the person getting hit and getting struck it makes the fluidity look so much more real because I just feel like we didn't really have that in the previous games. I feel like once you got knocked in the air, you just got knocked in the air and like just tossed around. With the graphic upgrade, or the graphics upgrade, every hit really is shown and they like, it seems like they took the time to really put the details in there. 
And I feel like that makes a lot of the combos look more, uh, you know, devastating, so to speak. Like, it's one thing to hit someone really hard in Tekken, and then you see, like, the explosions. It's another thing to hit someone really hard in Tekken, and their body moves with the hit, and you see the explosions. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, that's like the best way I can kind of describe it. Just the gameplay graphics boost into what they did. It almost seems like they also took a lot of time on working on hitboxes and how the visuals are when characters are getting hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And graphics, that's what graphics in effect should do, right? Like make you able to kind of like put yourself in there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah. No, that's accurate. I think whoever, I don't know if it's maybe just the fact that uh, next-gen consoles are out, you know what I mean? They have the upgraded engines, so the the they can afford to do like more animations like this is just this is just what the next generation got in store for us bro right right i mean and, and it helps also that tekken 7 sold incredibly well yeah so now they have a budget to do all this yeah because tekken tag 2 sold so poorly it almost killed the franchise so and it shows big time in tekken 7 yeah. um and at least in early tekken 7 i'll say um but Tekken 8 does not have that issue whatsoever. They came out the gate swinging. Yeah, so, yeah. I actually have a question Even... now that you said that, Kay. Or, uh, Mick Whoopi, I apologize. Um, a quick segment that we can answer either, like, now or later. What do you think sure. they could do to make a Tekken tag more desirable? Because for me personally, I used to love our Tekken tag nights. When we played Tekken tag together, those were some of my favorite Tekken nights. You know what I mean? Like, I was introduced to Tekken with Tekken tag 1. You know, like, I wasn't as far back as a lot of people were with Tekken. I mean, I've played it in my childhood, arcades and stuff. But as far as, like, getting into Tekken and having a desire to be good and be competitive, it started with Tag. You know what I mean? Well, well, first of all, uh, Snapple, Tekken Tag 1 came out close to 20 years ago, I think. Oh. So you still an OG oh, for yeah, starting okay. in Tekken Tag right. 1. Well, geez, I didn't even realize how long 20 years ago. That's a long time. <laughs> Good lord. That was oh. between 3 and 4, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay. you still an OG for starting in Tekken Tag like 1. 4 or 5. Bugging. Yeah, nah. No. If you started on, honestly, if you started on 3 or Tekken Tag, then you're, yeah, that's a that's a long time fan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, put, yeah. you, 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 you still an OG for that. Put OG next to my name. FCOG. Uh, but um, to answer your question, I think, um, and it, it's hard because if you're going to make a Tekken tag, um, I, I think people assume you have some type of tag mechanic, and it was really the tag mechanics that kind of broke the game okay. a little bit. Um, um, I think in this day and age, what people would kind of want would be a tag mode as opposed to a Tekken tag three. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like a tag mode where you can 2v2, you just switch between uh, you and your partner. Maybe yeah, maybe they have some type of like small mechanic, like maybe like a tag escape or something, or maybe you can tag in your partner mid-combo. Um, but they had a lot of different, like when you look at Tekken Tag 2, um, there's a lot of different tag nuances in there. Everyone had different rage rages, like how, um, how fast they would go into rage depending on your tag partner. If you teamed up Xiaoyu with Jin, um, 
Shayu would go into rage if you knock like 25% of Jin's health off because she's in love with Jin. But oh, if wow. you if you put Kazuya and Heiachi on the team, um, Heiachi would have to be like close to death for Kazuya to enter rage mode. Oh, wow. Uh, probably wow. because he just doesn't want to lose the fight. He doesn't care about Heiachi. He doesn't want to lose the fight. So now he's mad. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of small nuances in the tag mechanic that was in tag two that kind of made it hard and difficult to learn and enjoy. Not to mention yeah. they cut everyone's health in half, which also made it hard to play. Yeah. Um, so if, if you want to bring in a Tekken Tag 3, especially with this kind of system, um, I think they should just add a tag mode to Tekken 8. And I feel like that would just like scratch the itch. You just have a 2v2, you can switch in and out. Maybe there's like a tag, like a tag assault thing. You pop your opponent up and you can switch to your, your teammate mid thing. And then you can continue and just like keep it, I don't want to call it shallow, but keep it more simplified as opposed to how deep Tekken Tag 2 was, if I'm making sense. No, 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 that actually makes perfect sense. Cause honestly, that's all I really wanted. So the fact that you say that, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you're in my head. Because I don't really want a Tekken Tag game, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can definitely understand the fan base not liking an entire game devoted to Tekken Tag Tournament, you know what I mean? But if we're getting, like, a Tekken 8 or a Tekken 9, and then randomly you can just be like, oh, local tag, you know what I mean? Like, that, to me, that's just, that's peak. Like, why, like, the fact that it hasn't been put in already is, like, bugging me. Yeah, because some of our, our, our best nights and kind of... Uh, uh, a, a foundation the food chain was built on was our Tekken Tag 2 nights. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So to bring that back, I feel like it's... I, I feel like a lot of people want it more than not want it. I want it for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I would love I would love to, to do that again, but I also like have my big, deep personal grapes with Tekken Tag 2. Yeah. Um, right. That I really wouldn't want them to make that mis a mistake like that again. No, I feel that. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's 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 just my answer. No, nah, I feel question. that one hundred percent. So, um, damn, protege, do you Yo. like, like? What's your take on Tekken Tag? Because if I'm being honest, bro, that's where me and you started with this Tekken stuff, bro. Like, yeah. I felt like yeah. the Tekken Tag nights were like between playing with you and the food chain. That's where I truly desired to become a good Tekken player. Like I went out and I bought Tekken Tag 2. Yeah. And I like put in hella work. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel you exactly because that was the same. I mean, it did the same for me essentially. Okay. Because I started back on Tekken 6, but for whatever reason, Tekken 6 decided to do this stupid fucking thing. And uh, uh, you had to, I think you had to buy like a season pass or something like that to play the game online. Oh, they used right. to do that. That's right. Yeah. And I did not want to play. I could. I'm not gonna pay money for that. Right. So I just. I didn't know what it meant to get good at Tekken. I just kind of did cheap shit to to beat the computer. You know what I mean? But right. that doesn't mean you're a good player. I had no frame of reference. <laughs> I go to Otacon for the first year ever. I go to the game room. I was not aware of <laughs> the fucking monstrosities that lay before me of the Tekken like tournament scene at this convention oh I got decimated so that <laughs> that was like I need to get good at this game <laughs> I need to get good at this game but Tekken Tag 2 is where that happened because I had the food chain and we started playing together and it gave me a frame of reference I'm like okay my friends are good so if I can work to even get as good as them or beat them, then I know I'll be good. 
and that's what ended up happening. Right now, it's, it's important to have that frame of reference too. Yeah. No, if it, it guys, it it really is because at this age, right now, when I play fighting games with certain people, it's like okay, if I don't know the fighting game, right, I start getting punched on for a second, then I start to learn, and all the food chain teachings comes back, like, come back to me, and I'm just be, because of you guys, I'm able to incorporate a lot of just understanding of game mechanics into different fighting games I play, so it helps yeah. me pick up on the fighting games faster. You know, games like uh, I was about to say Shaolin Showdown, but um. Showdown. Samurai Showdown, I think it's called. Yeah, Samurai yeah. Showdown. Yeah, so it's like games like that, and I, there were multitude of games that I've played over the past couple months with like different people, and it's just like once I get good at the game or like good enough, right? They just can't stop me anymore, and it's like these aren't even games that I put crazy work in. It's literally because of the knowledge that I have on fighting games and gaming in general from you guys. So that frame of reference yeah. is like pivotal, my boy. Because it's probably the most important. I just, I, you really get to see, you know, we play with each other so much that when we play against other people, you almost expect everyone to be like food chain level. But now I have yeah. to say, hold on, there is a food chain level. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's right. So, like, it's so crazy to think about, but that's, but that's what it does when, when we all play together, man. Yeah, well, it's yeah. real hard to get really good at a fighting game or really any game in general in a vacuum like just playing by yourself against the computer or in training mode right sure yeah. you can learn like certain technical things but um putting it all together in the heat of battle is a whole a whole other skill that you could only learn in combat right yeah man literally literally right yeah so to get back on Tekken 8 to get back on Tekken 8 um i think before we move on to deeper questions. I think now we have to actually talk about the new big mechanic that they're bringing in uh, for the game. It's pretty much its identity right now. Um, the same way uh, Street Fighter V had the V system and now it's got the drive system. And well, that's the only real new fighting game that's coming out that's not, that hasn't been out for a while already. Um, Tekken 8 is bringing in the heat system. The heat system, um, akin to the Yakuza series. Uh, we're talking about the heat system in Tekken 8. Now, to start off on this iceberg, what heat Yo. mode... What? Oh my god, I've just realized it. Yeah, that is from Yakuza, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, he does do that shit, doesn't he? He just fucking does a quick dip and he'll go into like some fucking animation right it's Damn, literally that's... called it's literally called heat mode in yakuza yo uh that's, that's why crazy. that's I why I, in together. tekken 8 kiryu is nigh in, in in tekken 8 for sure yeah uh, oh, anyway yeah the heat system in tekken 8 uh what it does is when you enter heat mode just in there's multiple ways to enter heat mode but when you do enter heat mode you have some buffs some it might be new frame advantage on your moves maybe it not back they, they knock back more maybe the one will launch when it didn't used to launch or crumple when it didn't used to crumple um and i think it lasts for like 10 seconds by default if you just have it activated and you're standing still um but if you're attacking and i believe also if you're blocking it'll stop depleting so if you just like activate heat mode and then just like go ham and your opponent for some reason isn't doing shit um, you could just feasibly just be in heat mode forever. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
Um, how do you guys feel about about them introducing such a, a drastic, like this is a drastic mechanic um, uh, to a game that's usually so grounded as Tekken? Man, let me tell you. I am all about it. Because it's about fucking time, honestly. I feel like the Rage, I guess the Rage art system, uh, uh, I was kind of adverse to at first. But, as was joked about in the group chat, I, how I've said already, when it just become, when you realize that it's just a new part of the game, it just kind of opens you up to go, okay, how do I train around that? How do I get good around that now? And just like uh, uh, Snap said before, like playing with you guys kind of gave me that. So I feel like now I look forward to when there's a new mechanic in the game. How well will I be able to adapt my strategy? How well will I be able to play with this new thing? Because I, and I don't think it'll ruin it for me. There could be a bad mechanic. I know people had like, like gripes with Street Fighter V, if I'm not mistaken. But like, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's going to be a, a new thing that's going to keep the game fresh and I'll still enjoy it because if I, even if something I didn't enjoy, like the Rage Art system, didn't turn me away from Tekken 7, I don't think this new system uh, is going to turn me away and it looks cool, so I definitely want to want to get my hands on it. Well, that's heartening to hear. So I'm sure some people are turned off by it entirely, which would be a heartbreaker because it's kind of a cool system when you break yeah. it down. Honestly, honestly. And it's uh, a normal reaction to have when they're changing a thing you really like. It's true. In a game that's not, that doesn't usually train, uh, change so drastically. Yeah, exactly. It's not like Mortal Kombat adding a new, uh, a new system. It's like, yeah, you guys got a new system every game. Like, we're used to this yeah. right now. Word. Um, Snapple? I mean, personally, I'm, I'm still very on the fence about it. I mean, it, it looks both interesting and terrifying, like, on, like, gameplay trailers and stuff. And I say that because, um, one, I gotta ask the question before I even, like, delve into this. Do we still have the Rage system, or did that get replaced by the Heat system? Like, Rage Art no, we still drives? You, there's the Rage mode, and you have your Rage Art, which is, like, the big super. Um, Rage Drive got repl replaced by a mechanic that we'll talk about later on. Ah, okay. So, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. That kind of scares me a little bit, especially when you get into the idea that, like, there's things that you can do to prolong... The duration of like the heat system because when i was looking at some of the uh reveal mechanics thing it says something about you get like a 10 second window but then it's also like oh if you do this or that you can really be in there for a long time and it's like well you know how much stronger does it make you how you know does it does it give you priority things of that nature like those are the sort of the okay. concerns i have and obviously it's what protege said you know working around that stuff but at the same time, when you're like me, who's always like really late on catching on to things, it's like, damn, by the time I get good at the heat system, everybody's gonna be so good at the heat system, I might learn how to stop it for like a moment. Or if someone gets gets it going, I just, I have no room to try to do anything about it. You know what I mean? I feel you. And then when you hey, compound um, that with oh. like the rage art and whatever this new mechanic that you said replaces the rage drive, it's like, it does, for me personally, it causes a little concern because I'm just like, well, damn. Can they all just counteract each other? Like, if I, like, if I'm in a detriment or, I, I don't really play like that, but if, if you're, if you're, like, running somebody down normally and they get into their rage and they're like, oh, rage drive or rage art and then they miss, right? 
and then you try to like finish it off but up oh, here the here they activate the heat and now they're just hitting you with a pummel and you're just losing all this damage could that change the game like is is the heat system impactful enough to completely change the game like the rage uh like the rage system can right i see what i see what you're saying the um the heat when you activate just heat mode just like raw just like i'm just going to activate this right now instead of doing it in the other ways they have uh you can be in you can not interrupted but it's not like a plus move that like knocks you back or anything if you try to interrupt it you can just get like poked out of it so if in, in this scenario of yours if they if they whiff their rage drive and um you don't punish them immediately for whatever reason right <laughs> and they activate heat mode you can still punish the activation of the heat mode and if you decide not to do that then i don't know maybe you're playing with your food or something yeah no nah, you're definitely in for a quick game at that point yeah but a cool thing about uh heat mode that um i think we we learned in one of the breakdowns and i'm sure there's other like things elsewhere that have other characters but from the breakdown i watched they gave two examples that in heat mode every character gets a different buff okay um and two examples that this one gave and i think we watched the same one me and um me and protege i think because he shared it on the um our group chat um uh king when he's in heat mode his jaguar run which allows him to like dash forward into into whatever i think it's a new move or maybe it was one of the added moves that they added late to tekken 7 i'm not sure <laughs> um but that move gets armored during heat mode it doesn't normally have armor but it has armor there so now it's got an armored this heavy this new this heavy grappler now has an armored run while he's in heat mode okay I think so I that's scary that in his uh in, in his trailer like a quick glimpse of that yeah. Yeah, he does like a little shockwave on the ground and then he runs and the person tries to hit him and um, and he eats it and then does, I don't quite remember what the move is that he does. Right. But also, Kazuya, <coughs> um, his electric wind godfist, the big electric uppercut, it's super quick, mm -hmm. best move in the game, but it's hidden behind a really janky frame perfect input. <laughs> um, in heat mode, it doesn't have to be frame perfect. So you could probably just do a Hadouken command and get that thing to come out mm. while he's in heat mode. And then when you're out of heat mode, you better be perfect or you're just going to do like a regular down poke and get fucking launched. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think that's cool that everyone has different things that they can do in heat mode that other characters can. And it makes me excited yeah. to see. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, oh, I got I can't wait to like try it. Yeah, dude. no, it I didn't so know cool. it was character specific. I thought it was just a system mechanic where it's like, all right, every character is different because it's the next game. But here's their one like common denominator: heat, you know, heat mode, rage, rage mode, or whatever the case may be. I mean, obviously everyone has their own like little special. But when it goes to the heat mode thing, I'm like, all right, well, they're you know, I feel like you either activate heat mode or you don't get a chance to because someone else activated theirs and they're just pummeling you. You know what I mean? But you're saying there's no, like little like aspects it. to all of them that get very, very specific per character. I think that's a great touch, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah, and and I like that a lot. Same, same. It makes it. I like. I like that they did it to emphasize being an aggressive, well, an aggressive player. But I think that I, that's just because that's my play style. So. I like, especially with, like, I use Brian Fury. I like being in your face. I like being able to hit you with multiple strings that, you know, have a small block stun so that the one time you try and hit back, I got you. I love that. I love that. 
So it, it really makes you speculate. What are these characters going to be able to do with their heat mode? The ones that we haven't like seen yet, or the ones that we haven't actually had a breakdown for? Because like when you you think of the Kazuya one, like anyone who doesn't know, who doesn't play Kazuya, or honestly, you can't even tell by like watching it because it's literally an input thing. Yeah. So like you wouldn't even be able to know. We could be watching these people take full advantage of their heat mode buffs, and we wouldn't realize it because it's so like intricate. It's so inside. Mm. And I think that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna make people feel so. <laughs> I um, can't but, wait. But we talked about heat mode, and you can activate a raw heat mode, and you go into like a little pose, and then you're in heat mode. But you can also do what's called a heat engager. Now, what a heat engager is is a big ass move. I think every character has five. I think, and usually, if, according to what they said, they have attached these heat engagers to the character's signature techniques so you see paul's like um um his big his big death fist uh yeah um the phoenix punch or whatever where he screams and then he punches you real hard and it does a lot of fucking damage um that's a heat engager now so when he hits that move uh i think even on block no i don't remember i don't remember um, i don't think he's on block probably okay you're probably right on that one is that where the when he hits that move Yes. Okay. He'll go into rage, and then, and here's like where this is where I was initially confused, so I had to watch like several videos because <laughs> I was I was in like small brain mode. Um, when you hit with a heat engager, you get two, um, two stocks of what they call heat energy. You'll see them; they're like two eights right. by the heat right. meter. Um. And you can immediately spend one to do the dash to follow up, or you can hold it and do different things with it. I think so far you can just kind of like do the dash. I'm not sure. Um, but when you just activate it raw, you get one energy. Um, so you can do your heat engager and that puts you into heat mode. And I think that's pretty cool also. And um, I don't know, how do you guys feel about all the, the, the heat engagers for one before we continue? Like the concept of a heat engager. Five per is kind of wild, especially like with what I was saying, with being curious on how effective the heat mode is in general. Like how much of a game changer can this actually be? And if you're saying it's a massive game changer and every character can do it five different ways, that that is that is kind of scary. That's like exciting, don't get me wrong, but it's also kind of scary. I can't wait to see how it'll chain into other moves and if you can if it hits the 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 dash instantly I've seen some of them where it does it does feel like it'll do a lot in the way of like I've seen some of them where the combos do a very very good amount of damage and sometimes they'll have a second one where they can do it again immediately after Mm. That shit seems like it's really gonna be dangerous. Yeah. But again, that it, it rewards the aggressive player, and that's the how oh, I'm looking forward. To and that. and that's the um the philosophy they said aggression yeah. is the philosophy, which is it also something I want to touch on. I might as well touch on it now. Um, I like the way they're doing aggression in Tekken Eight because I've gone on record on the podcast as saying that I'm a defensive player, always have been. Um, and my issue that I've had with fighting games, um, 
just these recently passed fighting games is that they added a ton of new aggress aggressive things but they didn't really add anything in the way of effective defense now wait did they not i feel like i've definitely seen in some of the versus gameplay of like uh, uh something akin to a combo breaker it looked like in tekken 8 not in tekken not in tekken 8 but um my my actual point was i like what tekken 8 is doing because it's definitely way way more aggressive uh, it's definitely yeah. way way more aggressive and you find yourself on the defense um pretty often but their um what i'm thinking of their philosophy uh seems to be the best defense is a strong offense uh. as opposed to the best defense is to never block because if you block you're going to lose <laughs> yeah. um and i noticed that when there's a, a deeper breakdown where they they said something along the lines of when you get knocked down and you do like a rising like a rising low kick you know when you're on the ground you hit circle right. uh -huh. i think it is or four or b whatever you however you want to notate it um if you counter hit that get up kick you can launch your opponent for a full combo and then you're on the offense Oh and God. I and I think like watching like learning that and reflecting on everything I've said and like felt up until now I think what I dislike more than raw offense is being punished for winning like I knocked you down you should not have the option to launch me unless you're a specialized character that can do that like Eddie or someone you know he's got the break dance get up move that can like uh, do shit to you right. um, but I don't like being uh, lose. I don't like losing for winning. I see. And I, and I realize I dislike that more. So having this philosophy of a strong defense, I mean, uh, the best defense is a strong offense. It's something I can actually get behind um, going forward. I think knowing, you know, what I actually disliked about past games because Mortal Kombat 11 was bad for that, <laughs> and Tekken 7 was bad for that. And um, Street Fighter V was very bad for that with the, with the V trigger system. And I feel like that is what actually upset me more than the imbalance between uh, offense and defense. <laughs> um, okay. So, so um, what were we? We were on um, uh, heat engagers just now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the with the heat engagers, um, I like that they added to character signature moves because I feel like each one can since every character plays differently now I feel like it'll really dictate how you can like approach situations with characters like Paul just punches you real hard and he can follow up but maybe Brian's fucking snake edge is his heat engager and you can do something like different from there that yeah. Paul wouldn't approach I don't know hmm Word, yeah. I enjoy that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it being five different moves, but I guess if you don't think about it in the same way you did as the armor moves, you know how, they, like, everybody, not everybody has, like, multiple, but, uh, usually, like, one move that was something that a lot of people already used, but they just added armor to it. Um, 
I feel like if they don't treat it as that aspect, which you said you can't, like it'll you you can poke somebody out of it. You could, you know, what I mean, dodge in the same way you did any other move. I feel like it'd be uh, it's gonna be all right that there are, that each character has five. Yeah, I mean, I I, I mean, I agree because that I mean at least it's balanced. I mean, you can think it's excessive because I definitely do with the five per, but at least everyone has five per for me, you know. True, yeah. true. It's it's not like one character has two and right. another character has six or something like that. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. look at you know, look at the formation of his legs. You know what move he's about to do. He's about to go into his heat. Um. Okay. So we talked about the heat dash, kind of. Um. But that's where after your heat engager, you do like a little dash. But I believe you could spend your uh, heat energy to just do a dash, like just raw. Okay. So I get. I, I think that's a cool thing if you want to like close the distance, or maybe you're in heat mode already, and you do a move that's not really related to your heat at all, and it like knocks him away, and 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 normally it wouldn't be a fucking combo, but then you can cancel into heat dash or something like that. How do how do you guys feel about a uh, that mechanic? So personally, no, you're saying you. Go can, ahead. Oh, sorry, my bad. Just for clarification, you're saying you can do that, or that wasn't speculation. You can do that. Yes. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I didn't hear how you framed it at first, so I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> so, so um, just as an example um, uh, for you, protege, imagine you're doing, um, I guess it would be Brian's, like, one, two, three, the punch punch into, was it a side thrust or something like that? Uh, one, two, yeah, no, it would be a, either a low kick or a high kick. Or a high kick, okay. Um, but you normally can't do, like, a regular, like, combo with that, right? No. Nah. But um, you, if you spend your heat energy to do a heat dash, you can com- like extend that combo a little bit. Got you. Oh, okay. So you can do it raw even if you're not like, even if you don't launch or something like that, it can just be done. Yes. Got you. It kind of reminds me of like yeah. old school Dragon Ball games where like at the expense of your key, you could keep combos going after you knock somebody by doing like a super dash, like right back on them. You know what I mean? I don't know if, that's, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's like a good correlation, but I think a lot of it like Tenkaichi, where you could either like teleport to a guy, hit him back the opposite way, you know, yeah. waste another bar to super dash over to him, hit him back the opposite. You know, if you had like seven bars, you could do like a a, a, a juggle for a good like four four to six different uh, guns. Now you you know obviously you only have two little eights, so you can't excessively spend them like that. But I think a lot about. Uh, the idea that like characters like King, right? I've been playing King for a while now, and it's just he's a very hard character for me to close the distance with. But with them adding so many different, from what I'm seeing in his little gameplay, they're adding so many different like hit combos. Like remember in a uh, Mortal Kombat where you ha- like everyone had like a command grab, like you press a couple buttons and then go into a grab move, and then that's what it is. You know what I mean? It sort of uh, gives me the vibes that you'd be able to do something like that. Where now, give me, give me one moment. Um, uh, but yeah, I I like the addition of the uh, the heat dash also because it adds a new layer of depth um, in in certain situations because not every character has like crazy high combo potential like fucking. Like, I think Gigas has it the worst in this game. Yeah, honestly. And, and Tekken 7. And I really don't think Gigas is coming back. 
for Tekken 8, because I think I, I might have heard that Jack has some of his moves now. So ah. I, I don't think Gigas is, is going to come back. But if he were to come back, I feel like he'd be a much stronger character because he has some just like really strong one-twos that don't lead into anything. Yeah, very much, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, for a character like him, I would hope that uh, uh, as it was, as he's getting, or if he gets ported over to this game as well, uh, that they would update him much in the same way that they did most of the other characters, you know what I mean? Give him some new moves, give him some actual interesting history or something like that. Um, something. Word. But um, even if they, what's it? Oh, uh, uh, using the, the, the heat mechanic in that way to extend combos like that, no. I, I feel like that that's a pretty dope addition when you have, like you said, not super high combo potential, but also some people may just not have a lot of combos that, or any true combos that finish with a launcher or that have a launcher in them. Being able to do that where you can do one and then extend into something that maybe launches and then continue a combo, I think that's amazing. I think I and I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you because there's a lot of um there's a lot of characters in Tekken that are like that are what am I trying to say? They're like gimmick based. Mm. Like they don't have very many like true things going for them, like Yoshimitsu or even Brian to a certain extent. At least mm. before I'm not sure how they patched him around. Um, yeah. um, but like they're like gimmick based. Like you have to really condition your opponent to do certain things as opposed to just pressuring them with like highs and lows or grabs or something like that so having like an option to like heat dash maybe like a stray like string that usually doesn't lead to any gimmicks i think is is nice it's like it fills in some of the gaps of some of these characters i believe yeah no i feel that actually um yeah no it does it, it does that in a way that i don't know if it's just the way that they come up with the characters. I feel like some of the newer ones that they added, like Leroy, like Fakumum, uh, even though they were like, he was still felt pretty limited. They kind of fleshed them out more than some of the existing characters that, you know what I mean, that were, that have been around for three, four games. <laughs> I feel like, not lying. yeah, I feel like Asuka is like that. In my opinion, anyway, I know a lot of people used her, but I felt like in the last ones, she, like, going from 6 to tag to 7, yeah, she felt different because she didn't, she wasn't a Jun clone, but it's still, I feel like they could have done more with her that they just didn't give her, and she always felt like a limited character because of that. Yeah, that's true. Like, a very, like, easy to play, simple character, but limited for sure. I, uh, yeah. I, I agree with you with that one, mm -hmm. uh, but she looks great in this one. So, it's like they took these characters and, and they had to uh, go back to the drawing board because of the introduction of the heat system. Like, yeah. some of these characters will not function right with the heat system. Some of these characters can't even utilize it in the state they're in right now uh, for what they're trying to use. Um, that's why I believe we're going to see uh, some pretty drastic changes in some characters going forward like I, I really do believe that i think we've gotten the safe picks to start with mm -hmm. but i think the deeper we go the more drastic we're going to see i know characters like probably like quarang it'll be the same or um like 
Um, Steve might be yeah. a little different. He may have... I mean, I don't want them to get rid of... I think he is also one of those gimmick-based characters. He's very effective in what he does. But, you yeah. know, you can play him just like, oh, I'm just going to be a tricky, dodgy boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they might have to change him around some, especially with, like, a heat dash mechanic, because can you imagine whiffing your, one of your attacks, and he dodges, and you go, oh, I'm just going to fucking heat dash that shit real quick, and punish you. <laughs> yeah. That's actually going to be one of my biggest so concerns about this new game, is the dodging. Because one of my biggest issues with Tekken 7, I feel like way too many characters had, like, track moves. Like, everything was a sweep, even if it wasn't a sweep. You know what I mean? Especially with the new characters, the DLC characters were bad for I that. Just felt like okay. every single hit, like basic combos that I should be able to like sidestep out of, I'm just I'm getting tracked. You know what I mean? Like that that shit would just track around or loop around or sometimes hey Hachi's forward punch, I'd swoop around it and I'm still getting hit even though he's not even looking in my direction. I'm like, what is going on, Tekken? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like, or that's what I was saying earlier when we first started the conversation, is I feel like from seven to eight looking at it anyway not playing it yet can't wait to but looking at it it looks like the hits like actually hit like if you like they're going forward so if you sidestep it feels like it's not just gonna hit you that that hitbox was refined so they actually miss if it goes oh yeah facts i'm hoping i mean i hope so beautiful there's nothing worse than get a hit by a straight hitbox Yes, dude. Because my whole issue with that is like, why even pride yourself on being like a sidestep dodgy game if the sidestep doesn't matter? It's one thing if like people purposely do like sweeps. Like, you know, when we played Tekken Tag, I felt like the Tekken Tag sweep system was a little bit better than Tekken 7 from my memory. I could be completely wrong. But just from my memory of playing, I felt like I didn't get caught with tracks nearly as much in Tag with you guys than I did in Tekken 7 when I or currently do in Tekken 7 when I play with people. So I'm just hoping that that's like definitely I, fixed in this game. I got you. I don't know if I remember that uh, uh, that issue. I don't remember our, our time as much playing uh, uh, Tekken Tag because Tekken 7 has been out right. for so long. But I do feel like I remember that being an added frustration in 7 was feeling like I couldn't really, like even just normal straight punches. And I see that's the pros do it and I'm like, maybe I'm just bad, bro. <laughs> maybe I'm just bad at this. <laughs> I think Tekken 7, like, more than any of them, like, ha- like are really focused on, oh, some characters are weak to be being sidestepped to their right. Some yeah. characters are weak to be sidestepped to their left. And we're all just like, bro, we play this when we have free time. I don't yeah. know my left and right. I don't know crazy? my left and right. Literally. There are two Ds. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so so to, to, to move forward... There's one last thing I want to uh, uh, touch on when it comes to the heat system, and that is to go all the way back to like 30 minutes ago. Um, you brought up the rage drives earlier, and they kind of axed it uh, and replaced it with what's called a a heat smash, smash, which is which is a rage drive, but instead of it taking your rage, it it'll deplete all of your heat like all of your heat no matter how many energies you got just all your heat to do like a big move mm-hmm. and it's really as simple as that like right. you cash out the whole thing like to do combo. just like one big attack and everyone's does something different i assume okay okay um so all so right. i'm happy they kept the rage drive i don't know how you guys feel about that 
Um, I see. I don't know. I just feel like it might be a little too much because we already have like the rage itself. We still have the rage arts, and now they had the 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 heat system in where you can. From what you're telling me, it seems like you like you can just do a multitude of things with the heat system alone, outside of even using yeah. like the the heat smash or the heat drive. You know what I mean? So now I feel like there's four or five just extra mechanics that they've put in the game over the past couple of years that I don't want to say it takes away no, from the fighting, but it does feel like if you, like, what are we mastering here? Are we learning how to break open the characters or are we learning the timing with the heat system and like the rage, you know what I mean? Because I've played against you guys who, you know, we pride ourselves on breaking open these characters opening them up to the best of our ability, getting very crafty with all the moves and stuff like that, and just really mastering our favorite characters. Then I've played with people who will, like, absolutely bank on these extra mechanics. Like, their entire gameplay is designed to beat you with these systems. You know what I mean? Because they're aware of how uh, uh, overwhelming some of these can be. It sort of reminds me of Mortal Kombat 11 when they added in them, uh... What do you call them? Whoopi, I... Uh, the um, fuck the crushing yes, blows. The crushing blows. I just remember hearing like for months, people complaining about the crushing blows completely overwhelming just the game of MK. You know what I mean? And you guys would talk about uh, the Sandman dude, how his crushing blows are just like absolutely ridiculous, and they could completely dictate a game. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. sort of concerns yeah, for me. Sure. Like, are like. Are all these little extra things going to completely dictate the game to a point where, like, getting skillful with your character isn't even, like, it like it just doesn't matter anymore, you know? I, I see, I see your concern. Um, they are adding, like, now we have two whole systems right, and I'm not trying to look at it from in the game where Tekken used to have none. I'm just sort of throwing things out there based on, like, the history of what I've heard and what I've seen. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And, and I see I see where you're coming from. And, and Tekken's unique in the fact that it used to just be like balls to the walls, feet feet to the ground right. fighting. Um, and now, you know, you have a whole rage system. And now on top of the rage system, you got a heat system that you got to manage also. Right. Um, but I think it helps that the rage system is more passive than the heat system. Like you get rage uh, when you get rage. Like if you're losing you'll get, you know, that's when the rage system will kick in, and that's when you really all you have with your rage system is just a rage art to worry about, and we've been dealing with rage art for what, six, seven years now? So I think we got a mind for those at this point, but now, you know, the heat system is brand new, we're gonna be looking at the heat system, how we used to look at the rage system, and yeah. eventually, I think we'll just, we'll, we'll just settle in and be like, you know what, this ain't so bad. No, I feel yeah. that, I feel that. The initial shock is always gonna be there yeah I think I, yeah I, for sure i think i'm definitely like sort of uh going back to what protege was saying about the adaptation and sort of i, I might not share the same excitement for trying to adapt to the new systems and stuff but i also understand that i'm gonna need to you know what i mean and i mean i have my i i have my concerns but at the end of the day this is this is their goal with it again but add something new bring something fresh into it and see where it goes from here, you know? Who knows, maybe when Tekken 9 comes out, they just get rid of the heat system. Maybe it does so well that they bring out a whole new uh, aspect to the heat system to try to refine it a little bit better in the future, you know what I mean? Or differently. Yeah, one good thing about our current generation of gaming is that, you know, they can 
because of the fact that we have live systems now and they update regularly especially with how tekken did its life cycle with tekken 7 mm -hmm. dude like constantly coming out with things now granted i didn't i'm not I wasn't paying for all them characters but <laughs> they were coming out pretty consistently and at least you got access to like the maps when you're fighting you know what i mean you can still fight other people who have the characters so i never really felt left out because i was like i'm probably not gonna learn them anyway but fighting against them is is cool because i still get to learn how they are you know what i mean i was playing k a lot when he played uh, uh negan and that it was it was frustrating but it was cool seeing a different character like someone who fights so differently that you're not right. used to in, in like uh, in a game like tekken because i mean everyone said it he just yeah. felt so out of place at first and then you find out like you know jeffrey d morgan's a huge tekken fan and that probably had like a lot to do with it but i definitely feel you because he was a much different like feel for tekken characters you know yeah I mean, yeah, so it was Noctis and fucking Akuma. <laughs> but, Akuma uh, was goofy because, like, he was literally just Street Fighter in, in a Tekken in, yeah, in album. Yeah, that's what's crazy about that. It's so crazy to fight, dude. I couldn't stand it. I, I, for the longest, thought the Raging Demon was unblockable, and then I realized, oh, I can just jump. Yeah. Okay. So every time he would do it, and I would just jump clear over him and fucking... Ooh, Snake's Edge the fuck out of that guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. Loved every second of it. But, um, word. I, so, I'm sorry. What was the original <laughs> question? How you feel about them uh, bringing the Rage Drive back in the form of the Heat Smash? Oh, okay. So I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, we got way off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's the ADHD. Uh, <laughs> but, fucking, I think it's neat i think that it's it's good that one they made it like cost your whole meter um that way it didn't like you know what i mean to, to to have more than one of those i saw how much damage kings did in one of the uh breakdown videos it, that was too much bro it, it was like he did a true combo if i'm not mistaken which took off a severe amount of health and then went into heat and then immediately did his smasher and they were already almost dead. It was like four moves. It felt like, and they're almost they're at like like ten percent health now. And I'm like, yo, how, how what, how can you do that? That's like, and I guess like they said that they reward aggressive gameplay, and that is pretty fucking aggressive. It is pretty aggressive. The piece yeah. is aggressive. But I'm like, dang, dude. So what can you really do with that? And that's the thing that that, like. That gives me some hesitation with it. I will say, I'm not excited to find out about that because I feel like it's gonna get on my nerves, destroying me for a while. <laughs> for a while, I think it'll be kind of frustrating to deal with, but fun to do for for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about it the same way I did with Rage Arts at first, because when it first came out, I was like, man, I don't need to use the Rage Art to beat you. I beat you with my hands, bro. That's exactly. what we. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually it became like especially after watching so many of my favorite uh, uh professional players use them just as combo extenders especially in a really really tough match where it's like it's nail biter you know what i mean they're going back and forth you get a launcher and you just do that shit i'm like damn that kind of hit that kinda right hit. it's kind of the good way to use it because why why risk dropping a long combo when you can just do the rage art yeah yeah after exactly. you launch them mm -hmm. 
Um, so do you guys have any other opinions on the rage, uh, not the rage drive, um, <laughs> on the, um, on the heat system as a whole, everything we talked so about so far? I do have one thing to say because I've seen it, uh, more so in King's trailer than anything. So it could just be a thing for his character. Cause I know you said some things are character specific, but I feel like I've seen it elsewhere too. I just can't give you an exact video that I remember seeing it on. I've seen like them throw heat like a heat wave like sort of how like uh what's his name geese uh geese yes. character in tekken 7 remember how he had a little floor wave that he would throw at you i swear yeah, yeah. i've seen They're a couple poking. characters like throw the heat and then go do something like is the heat also a projectile or is that just like a animation thing nah that might have been a character specific move Wait, you say you saw King do it? Yeah, King, he, like... he does like a little point and then it like waves across the ground and the opponent blocks it. Yeah, yeah I saw that and I, like I said, I swear I've seen it maybe with one or two other characters, but I can't guarantee that because I've been watching the King character. So I would assume. Now I gotta check that out. What the yeah. fuck? I wonder if they did that for King because if you just like raw Jaguar run, you're not gonna, it's not gonna be as effective. So maybe they have like in heat mode, he could throw his heat. Because then you're forced to block the heat, and while like, you're in block stun and he's running, so it just makes it more effective, give you a reason to to do that at all while you're no, in heat. That's mode. actually, yeah, that's, that's actually fair. a really, really solid point. Because one of the things I was going to mention earlier, it was like how just how different King feels in this. I mean, I know it's not a King breakdown trailer, so I'm not like, or a uh, podcast, so I'm not worried about like, you know, oozing over him. But I will say, as a, as a King player, I am oozing over him because for the first time, it looks like I I can actually combo close distance and just be very effective like aggressively with King opposed to sort of like playing the space letting you sort of like throw a move or two seeing if I can get around it and then going in for my grabs and then that's where the real damage comes in right now it's looking like with King specifically they added some stuff to him to make him just a much more all-around effective character now maybe I'm just trash with King and I haven't been opening him the way he needs but I feel like I've, I've played quite enough to just. That, like, oh, I, I think I just saw yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. And like I like I could never just run in and close the distance or do combos that like got me real in and put crazy pressure, you know. Unless I was doing like the low kicks over and over again, you know what I mean? Because you either gotta block them or you gotta like wait it out. But now it looks like I can actually apply crazy pressure with King and still get my shit off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel that. Um, it's it, it's it's interesting you went on went in on King like that because um next topic I wanted to actually talk about was I I wanted to ask you guys if you had any uh for what we've seen so far any characters that stood out to you and I don't say make you excited because aside from um aside from Snapple uh both me and Protégés our mains have not been shown yet um so it's really just like and we, it's it's really just like okay so what character looks like interesting but we're not maybe not too particularly interested in playing right um but i still want to ask you guys um have any of the characters that have been shown like really like piqued your interest just as, as characters and like gameplay uh gameplay wise well first off everyone forgets that my second main exactly. is Jin. Exactly. i do forget uh, that right 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 <laughs> but uh which cut Definitely, I am 
uh, interested, obviously, in playing Jin. But as I was seeing some of Kazuya's stuff, I'm like, damn, do I want to take up? Yeah, you know I mean, do I want to take up another fucking Mishima? Let me see if I can figure this guy out. Which is about time, because he's, you know, they're both characters that have been in the game since the beginning of the game, more or less. Um, but aside from that, um, not particularly king everyone looked cool i was more excited for the characters that came out that i know are the mains of my homies i get more excited for my homies about those characters than like i do like to try them out if that makes right. sense. right i see what you're saying because because i'm almost yeah, in the same boat. like don't get me wrong when they you know when they finally reveal brian if they do i'm not gonna be like oh yeah i'm about to fucking open up brian and see no it's gonna be like let's fucking go you know, Protégé finally gets to really, like, get a look at Brian, and I can't wait to see what he does with it. You know, when, if they, they better drop Yoshi, but if they, you know, if they drop Yoshi, it's like, okay, bet. Now let's look at how fucking wild and nuts Yoshi is, because Yoshi was already, like, as far as, like, vanilla game goes, like, to me, Yoshi was always the most, like, interesting character, the most, like, artsy, gimmicky, creative character on, like, the roster, in my opinion with just his versatility and all the things that they allow him to do. You know, the suey, suey, suey spinning and teleportation and flying and literally standing on his damn swords and then like running over motherfuckers. Like that's shit that I'm hyped to see. And like just seeing everything that they gave to King because he is a much different, like already just watching, he's a much different character than Tekken 7. And he feels completely 100%. different. So it's like, if they can take King who I felt, even though I loved him, was very like bland in comparison to a lot of the uh, the uh, other characters. Imagine what Yoshi's gonna look like. You know what I mean? Like, imagine how absolutely wild his character's gonna be, and that gets me excited. Again, piggybacking off a of protege, not to go out and fucking play with Yoshimitsu, but because I just understand what type of player Mick Whoopi is and how he's really about to make this guy look absolutely nuts, and he already looks nuts. You know? But if it were me, I mean, obviously it's King. Um, King isn't my main, per se, but he's risen the ranks so fast because I kind of... Uh, I was messing with a lot of DLC characters in, in 7, and I had to realize, like, you know, a lot of these guys probably not going to you know, roll over into Tekken 8. So let me go back to the main cast and see who it is. And you guys know my main... You know, my main three, I guess you could say, are probably Dragunov, Stephen King. Or, you know, King Dragonoff Steve at this point, because even though he's not my main yet, he's definitely up there. So that would be my yeah. guy, you know, just seeing how different he is, all the extra moves he got put in. And there was still so much that I hadn't learned about him yet. Um, the fluidity in his character, the ability with this heat system to chain combos that I would have never even imagined I'd be able to chain in Tekken 7. You know what I mean? Like looking at some of his gameplay stuff, slamming a guy here, kicking him off after you slam him, and then boom, a heat run into another kick slam, and then, you know, some super heat jumbo slam. You know what I mean? Like it was it's just a lot, dude. <laughs> the, the jumbo <laughs> it's just slam. so much. And it's like, good lord, this is just a taste of what King is really gonna have. You know what I mean? Because I imagine yeah. they're not replacing old moves, they're probably just piggybacking on what he already had and then adding more to them, which they'll probably do for a lot of characters, if not all of them. But if I had to say, like, specific characters, it's 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 definitely King. But if we're talking about, like, characters that I don't really use, um, as far as the gameplay trailers go, 
I'll probably, I hate to say it because he literally just got revealed, but Leroy looks fantastic. Leroy is like the character that like, if I didn't have King or if they never dropped Dragunov or Steve or, uh, you know, I, I played with Miguel for a little bit, but I highly doubt Miguel's going to be in this drawing. Then like Leroy would be like the one that caught my eye. Because Law still, they still aren't giving me what I want with Law right now. And the only reason I say Law is because I don't know if you guys knew, but Law was the first ever Tekken character I ever used. So, you know, Law changed a lot from how I remembered him to how he was in, like, Tekken Tag. And it felt like, uh, what's his name? The son, Brandon Law? Forrest, Forrest um, Law. Forrest. Forrest. I'm thinking of Brandon Lee. God damn it. His RL but, um, name. Yeah, yeah right. dude. It was like I looked at Forest and when I played Forest, it felt like I was playing more law than I was playing law. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? You know what I mean? It just it feels like Tekken's been disrespecting law for a few years and hasn't really like rewarded any law fans lately. But that's just that, that's just my personal take. It'd probably be Leroy for sure. Huh. That's an interesting uh, uh, idea you got about Law, because I feel like a lot of people reciprocate. About him being the first? No, about him being, uh, like, recently, just not getting much love. Oh, yeah, they kind of just, uh, he they dropped him and, and kind of let him go. And that's what it feels like. It's yeah. like, okay, you know what, here's this guy, and instead of, like, doing anything with him, let's just put him on the shelf. Let's, you know, look, when we drop the next game, take him off the shelf, put him in the game, all right, put him back on the shelf. You know what I mean? Like, no... Yeah. He definitely looks way different yeah. in this one. I love how yeah, they Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely them. admit that. The visuals, but, like, every character looks super different. Like, like even Paul. I'm so used to yeah, Paul fair. having the yeah. damn oh. straight up... I can, what do you call that? Yeah. That's like a super high top. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a sky top. Yeah, super, yeah. The highest top. <laughs> the the highest top. top. <laughs> but, yeah, and now his hair's all, like, down. He's talking about, you know, tonight will be the night that I fall for you. <laughs> what the fuck? That has the yeah. So it's like, damn, a lot of these characters look massively different. Even King with his cosmetics. You know, we talked about how they sort of added uh what I like to call it as like the Namor, you know, necklace where he just he got some better bling. He has like more of a furry type cape now. He has like a mane on his cape. You know, like even small things like that. It, all the characters just feel like different like they they definitely feel like genuinely different characters don't even get me started on jack eight like good lord yeah yeah i i had the same feeling about uh jack eight every game though i'm like damn jack jack seven look crazy and then, damn yeah. jack six look fucking crazy yeah, damn yeah, why jack five look like yeah, that prototype for? jack what's going on here <laughs> jack where your skin, go? skin go terminator <laughs> Nah, I always did hate that they made him look less and less human with every fucking iteration. I was like, damn it, dude, that was, like, the thing I liked about him. I guess that comes from the anime, though, because I did remember watching that as a kid. So I always wanted that to be what Jack looked like, and then every game, I was just <laughs> let down more and more. <laughs> I mean, it, it is weird that he's getting more and more robotic, because he's getting worked on by the same woman that, like, he's saved, I believe. Yeah. So it's like, why aren't you making him more, like, human-like? If you Word. want him to be like, I then again, I don't know what her intentions are, to be honest. Yeah, fair, yeah it is Tekken. She could be yeah. a fucking imaginative. I, mean, I, I hate to say it, but let's, you know, let's think about little lore connections here, right? Kay's going to hate me for this one. Yeah. Like, Katarina and Gigas are like lore connected in Tekken 7. 
Oh and my that, God, like, always are. threw me for the biggest loop because I'm like, bro, what the fuck is Gigas? And why is this little kicky chick, like, directly correlated to him? Like, what's, like... That's why they both, they, they both not coming back because I wrote, I wrote them a letter that oh, said, don't do that. Don't bring Katarina back. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see why they would ignore <laughs> me. So I don't believe we'll be seeing Katarina back. So you guys can thank me for that. Word. Thank you, honestly, because I fucking. Are you saying we're not getting my fourth main? I said, no, I'm joking. No, we're not getting. I'm sorry. We're not getting your fourth main back. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as hell. But nah, so like, I will say, when it comes to like the mechanics slash cyber slash human uh, stuff, again, I'm not the most knowledgeable on the Tekken lore. But I would say, uh, protege, that I'm actually glad that they did that because the uh, the opposite would feel like Brian. Because after you guys told me that Brian was like cybernetics, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, there's like your human, like your human cyber. You know what I mean? I didn't. If Jack started out as a human, I I was unaware of that. I thought he was like, you know, just created from scratch to be like, you know, the Terminator. You know, he's just. Ready. Like this, yeah, no, I think he was. He was like an android that gained. Oh, okay. Sense. Well, then, boom. You know what I mean? It, it would it would make more sense that he's, uh, you know, I guess getting pushed in this direction of being more robotic, because you have a character like uh, Brian who is who is like cybernetics, but he is human. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of I kind of like yeah, that. If they're gonna pick and choose a character to keep like that and move, I'd rather not see Brian slowly turn like machine, and then Jack slowly turn into like a massive. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, like Marduk type human, you know what I mean? Where he's just massive. Uh, but now yeah, he's yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is kind of how he was, yeah. I think that's uh, that's fair too. I think um, I think they're also aware of that connection because in Street Fighter X Tekken, um, Jack and Brian were on a, the cannon, a cannon oh, team wow. together. Okay. So, oh wow. Yeah. So I think they're also aware of the same thing that we we just broke down there that. Yeah, I mean, we could e they could easily, they already have their cyborg character yeah. in in Brian. We don't need a second cyborg uh, character. Do do where we write for Tekken? Like, <laughs> <laughs> do we write for Tekken? Word. I do. Uh, I mean, sorry. Just about Brian. I hope that they give him uh, uh, at least a skin like the one in Seven because seeing the exposed cybernetics was the coolest shit they could have done with that character i what like i was uh the first time i saw his character design in seven i was floored i'm so looking forward to this game i need it to come out bro i need it to come out. i'm hoping next week bro i get it and i can see what this man's design is i cannot wait they're gonna drop it right after this podcast, just like last time. <laughs> we're gonna, Yo, for real. We're gonna finish recording. We're gonna we're gonna boot up our, Brian, our phones and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen. If not tonight, tomorrow, and that's the bottom line. I need it. I need it in my veins. So it's safe to say, Protege, that um, you really have eyes for Brian as opposed to anyone that's out at the moment, as opposed to like Jin. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but do you have any strong opinions on on anyone that's out now, or are you just like they're cool? Everyone's cool. Um, I mean, yeah, in a sense. Um, like I said, I do, I did really enjoy the the effects that they gave Jin and Kazuya with their devil form showing up. 
in moves or in between moves or like they turn they he transforms into it to finish a combo shoot the laser or some shit like that i have i have been enjoying every second of that admittedly even though i cannot stand lars seeing his powers go into his moves the animations they did for it even going into his uh rage art phenomenal i have like no complaints so everyone like you said everyone does look really cool i enjoy you know the 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 additions even if i don't particularly like the character i like what they are doing with each character so everybody's cool excellent (laughs) excellent i'm glad um because it's really hard to to just um when there's so many there's there's so many more characters that need to come and we have like all this footage of the characters that are out now and seeing how drastically they're changed i think it just gets everyone's gears running as to how they're going to change the characters that we don't know about yet yeah absolutely because even i've been thinking i'm like yo what what are what are they going to focus on more with yoshimitsu i mean i think it's it's obvious he's going to have way more like sword attacks i think now for sure he's going to use both swords probably I want to see how the like his trickiness is implemented because like if it's a game that yes does reward you know aggression but a lot of his best moves were or like at least i'll say aesthetically best to me were his counters like the one where he disappears is in the air and then does that downward attack like stuff like that is what made him so lovable for me if they emphasize, I want to see how they emphasize that stuff. Not if they do, but how they do. Like, like maybe he'll have a string, like, like one, two, is it one, 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 two, three, uh, square triangle X. Normally, it's just like one, two, and then he does his uh, spinning kick. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can do the, do that spinning kick into fucking his spin attack, where he'll just like spin. Uh, you know where yeah. he'll spin and like go around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one, two, kick, and he immediately starts the spinning and he goes around you and he's suddenly behind you or he'll do like a sword swipe and then he'll like teleport above you and you can go into fucking dragonfly after that or you can come down with an attack after that or, or something like that the, the heat activators you know what i mean he goes yeah. up there gets into it goes into his heat from that does an air dash dude I want, yeah. to see. I want to see it i, I want to see it and, and there's a lot of potential in in yoshimitsu but I, I also have a wondering of what they're going to do with Panda if the bears do make it. I've been thinking are, about that too, actually. Are they going to make them more bear-like? Or are they going to just like scrap the the martial arts of their um, of their kits and have them just like be bears? Maybe they'll tone down the martial arts and have it be just like bears doing martial arts instead of martial arts bears. <laughs> bears doing martial arts instead of martial arts bears. Um, word. I don't know. I They have to be in here. I feel like if they don't, it's a crime. Uh, especially with how... I don't I can't say... Yeah, no. They're pretty popular characters. They've been in everyone from the beginning, haven't they? Kuma was in one. Kuma... Yeah, Kuma's been in, in almost all of them. Okay. Kuma... Uh, I, yeah, I think Kuma, Kuma has made it into all of them. Okay, yeah. So, I can't think of a game he wasn't in. Word, so him not being in the game, like I said, criminal. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I don't see why they would make them too much more <laughs> Barry. I feel like, especially <laughs> with it being a big part of Kuma's like character, is that he was trained by Heihachi and then Ab was like in a quarrel, had a mega beef with fucking Paul Phoenix. <laughs> so I feel like in that there's no way I, I they would have to their heat stuff would have to come with like at least some you know what i mean they're martial arts bears they had to have some martial arts. <laughs> they're martial arts bears yeah well, i yeah. wonder if they'll lean in the opposite of what i just said maybe he'll be they'll be more heiachi like mixed in with their bears now that would be insane honestly i think that, i mean they've done a good job animating the bears to look like they're moving as a bear does instead of a person but I feel like there's only so much you could do. There's really only so much anatomy. you could do. <laughs> they can be the we got Heiachi at home. <laughs> for, the, for the Heiachi fans out there for Tekken Eight. Reminds me of the fucking Adventure Time episode where the bear was impersonating Finn. <laughs> All right, all right, we get it. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Um, so, so just a, a few more like smaller things before we wrap up. Um, I think a really cool addition that they're adding are the special interactions in the intros. We were just we just talked about that last yeah, last podcast. Yeah. I think it's mad cool to bring it in. Definitely, definitely. It's about time, honestly. Tekken needs to get with the times. I feel like their intros are always just the character says a thing or the character does a thing let them meet up these people know each other it's yeah, been good. years bro it's been decades right some of them are intimately like close to each other not yeah, like literally. not like ro always romantically but some of these people are like best friends or they're lovers or they were like old rivals or something right. sometimes or i forget just... <laughs> sometimes i forget that jin and Huarang were like rivals or something or cops and criminals yeah, where, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he's not a cop. <laughs> you should hate him. You should say something to him. Not right. just like throw an iron girder, but you know, speak <laughs> words. You're a person. For real, you're the super criminal. He's the super cop. Like Come on. Just Tell him you hate him. Like, like, that yeah, had, like, like 20 years will come ago. out and he'll be like, mm. I have to overcome my darkness. And then, like, fucking Joan will come out <laughs> and she's be like, I am the light. I'll help you see the light. And it's like, okay, because yeah. you have Jin and Jun, that's cool, yeah. right? But then, you know, Jun goes over to Jack Five, yeah. and she's like, I hope you see the light. And then Jack Five's just like, pounding his chest. <laughs> it's like, all right. You know, great, I don't know light. Great talk, I guess. Great talk. Yeah, we're a yeah, fantastic conversation. Uh, I'm definitely with, like, the little jabs at, like, history between characters, especially if you're going to give me, like, something specific mm -hmm. with each character. I don't want just like, okay, uh, like McWhoopie mentioned earlier, you said Xiao Yu had a crush on Jin, correct? Uh, he's, she's oh, like yeah, full yeah. in love with Jin. Love See, I, I had absolutely zero clue about that. But if like... Bro, you gotta watch the like two hour video of Tekken Lord. It'll explain everything. <laughs> but, um, everything. Yeah, so, you know, you have her going up to Jin and then like, they open up the fight like, oh, I don't want to fight you because I love you so much or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Jin's like, chick, like, you need to back up. Like, get away from me, please, because this is this is getting ridiculous now. And now it's not now it's like, OK, he's not going to say that to just any female character. He's like, no, I acknowledge this woman's infatuation with me and she needs to relax. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's little things like that that I can definitely appreciate over just 
you know, two or three catchphrases per, and then maybe when like Kazuya and Heihachi see each other, he's like father, and he's like, mm. he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, oh. <laughs> I hope that they don't do it with only exactly. certain characters, and then other characters exactly. have. That nothing. was like the whole That's... thing I was alluding to. Like, I... I don't just want it to be legacy characters talking yeah. to each other. Like, don't just make the Mishimas have like voice lines, and then like. If Jin goes up against Panda, he's like, I'm gonna get over the darkness within me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I want every character who has like some type of relationship with another character to have dialogue with them. Yeah. Like like Paul and Law, they're definitely like fan favorites, but lore-wise, they're like D-list characters. I don't yeah. want them to to get shafted just because they're D-list in the story. I want them to have interactions with each other. I want Paul to be pissed at Kazuya because they fought to a fucking draw and never yeah. settled that shit. Uh -huh. um, I want Law to be... Um, I don't think Law really has any deep relationship with anyone else. Not too many beefs, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he but, did but, but stuff like that. Oh, I guess, sorry. I guess he does. Or is that, that Forrest? Cool. I think it was Forrest, Paul, and Steve that, like... Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, from from what Tekken no, Tag, yeah, yeah. Tekken Tag Two, actually, yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree with you in that, uh, uh, like having it where it's not like you, like we all said, it's not just the the main cast or like the the main family, but yeah, like uh, uh what you call it, Lay and Brian. You know what I mean? He's been pursuing him. There should be some talks there. Freaking. Uh, uh, Yoshimitsu and Heihachi, you know what I mean? They should have something to say to one another, even though, you know, uh, uh, which card? Yoshimitsu may be, I don't know if he's, he's kind of, does he speak? He speaks and people understand him. Okay, yeah. So, they, but yeah, they should have something to say specifically to one another. Acknowledge that this is the man who did things. Acknowledge that, you know what I mean? This is the assassin who almost murdered you. We have shit like that. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> Word. But also, when it comes to like, I don't know, if it's two people who don't, who may not know each other lore-wise, someone like Asuka and uh, Asuka and uh, Steve probably yeah, have never seen each other before. Steve. Yeah. Okay. So when they interact, how is that gonna be? You know what I mean? Is it then like like? Uh, uh, Snap said, "Is it then going to be I <laughs> darkness within me or whatever?" <laughs> I think that'll be the case. I won't front with you. I think if they had no relationship, well, we're going to get default what, lines. What I would yeah, love right, is if there was no direct relationship, then there's a status understanding. Like you called her like the king of punching or, or the queen of punching or something, whatever you called her. Yeah, the punch, the punch queen. queen. So let's say she's like, "Oh, you know, I've heard you're the punch queen," and then her response is, "Yeah, let me show you why." You know what I mean? Like I could be cool with that. Because it's like, okay. it's, it's just neutral. Some like yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat it's stuff. Like, to me, that's neutral. And if there's no true connection, at least it's still personal enough that you know she's only going to say that to Steve. You know what I mean? I can see that. I can see that. And that, that would be cool. Right. That, like, would, that would be cool. I, I, right. I won't hold my breath for them to be that in-depth right. with it. Um, honestly, if I'm being like totally real, um... I don't think we're going to get a ton of special interactions. Um, I think only like major relationships will get right. special interactions like that. Um, I would love <laughs> to be wrong though. So, like, I would love. I, I want to be. I I want to be proven wrong 100 percent here. 
That's just my uh, prediction, though. I mean, no offense to you, but I'm like, I'm like also with like agreeing with you because I think that would just add a different dynamic to the gameplay as a whole. You know, we're so used. You know, you've said it before in podcasts, but we're so used to seeing like other games not be afraid to like put that little bit of extra interaction in there between characters. You know what I mean? We might know these two characters know each other, and then they just act like they don't in Tekken or. And on, in other games, they completely do. And, like, whether you know the lore or not, you're like, oh, I guess these two know each other. You know, there's some there's some history there, even though I've never played story mode before. It's, just, it's stuff like that that keeps you interested in both the characters and right. the game at I large. I mean, absolutely agree. Otherwise, they it all It makes it like feel bots. bigger. <laughs> They're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Just, like, puppets you're controlling, and we, no, nobody want to feel that way right. about the character they're playing. Um, uh, you guys have any opinions on the stages? I'm gonna be honest with you, like, no. I mean, just like, mm. all right, nice stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, nothing I, strong. I, like, I, I cannot lie. I mean, maybe when I'm actually playing, like, I'll, like, notice things about stages. But from the gameplay trailers, I, I, I mean, like, good, good cosmetics, you know, good, good, good graphics. It's not, like, shitty backgrounds and only, like, super great, you know, um, designs and, and animations for the characters like everything about the entire scene looks like visually great so i'm like i'm cool with that but like i'll be honest there's no stage i'm excited for there's no stage i'm going to want to always play on like and what was it tekken tag 2 you had the snoop dogg stage i'll 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 go to that stage every single yeah. time because it's like you know that's a theme that's like an easter egg there but Aside from something like that specific, or you know, uh, the Negan DLC, he had his like his entire stage of when uh, season seven opened up, and he was like killing everybody. So it's like that's cool. That's stuff that I can be like down for. But so far, in like the little bit that they've shown us, none of these stages really stand out to me at all. I know uh, Bonsai seemed to be pretty excited about one of the stages, but for me personally, nothing's really grabbing me as far as like stage and stuff like that. I feel that that uh protege i'd have to agree in that same sense uh where no particular stage is like one that i'm like oh yeah that one looks like awesome i can't wait to fight there but i feel like that's normal with the uh uh, release of a thing maybe some of them are significant to story if they have any you know maybe they're just all random like they kind of yeah that would be cool yeah i could yeah i could Um, definitely see that like uh, yeah. Not like the King of like the Iron Fist tournament itself, but like let's say we know in the lore, you know, Heihachi and Jin or Heihachi and Kazuya always fight here, and now we're like there fighting with whoever, and we're like, oh, this is where Heihachi and you know, what's the name fought, and I'm sure that that stage was probably like in yeah, yeah. games before, but you know, it's just an example. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no. I was just saying in the same vein where it's like, you know, then maybe they'll seem more interesting where we have a, a different connection with them but they seem like random stages right now but yeah they do look Fast. great they look phenomenal. the only stage that i've seen so far they do i like the stage interactions too something about that and i don't know if yeah. it's truly an interaction because i i haven't really been paying attention to all that but i have noticed that uh, you know again going back to king watching king's trailer there was a point where he threw the guy up against the cage and he bounced off the cage you know what i mean like it's not like, oh, he hit the cage, and then he's like, oh, my back hurts, and then he falls to the ground. Like, if you would, like, knock somebody up against, like, the wall, 
uh, to like add like wall pressure damage and stuff. But when King threw him against there, it was literally like he bounced back off for like another hit. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool because I'm not used to that in Tekken. Normally, if you punch somebody, kick somebody, or maybe even like throw them, they sort of like smack up against the wall and then like drop to the ground, or you have your moment to like do wall damage. But this one, it, like it bounced him off for like another hit, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's probably like the one stage thing that I could think of. I'm not sure. I'm trying to look at it to see if I can see what you're talking There's about. There's some that have things that like explode and stuff like that. I mean, that thing might be like character specific, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, or that, or that was just a move. Oh no! Yeah, it's like, yeah, I see what you mean. One of the cage walls. I think that was move so specific, maybe. Yeah, I think that was move specific, where he grabs his arm, he does like the WWE right. turn, and, and see, throws him into King. It. King can grab and throw people. I don't know how many other characters are gonna be able to throw a guy into the wall. You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah, very true. But Fair yeah, enough. so that would be my only thing. And if that's a king but, thing, then that just shits on my entire example of being a stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are different okay. stage interactions. Things explode. Sometimes yeah. the characters like will hit it and maybe like uh, stumble away from it or something like that or something like that. Yeah, there was one I know in Asuka's trailer. They had uh, there was like a hot dog cart because they were in New York. So he, she hits. I don't remember who she was fighting, but she hits him into it, and you know you see the hot dog cart shake, and the guy inside was like, "Oh, oh yeah, word." So <laughs> stuff like that is pretty cool. I think then it was like it's akin to like I guess the chickens in Tekken Six. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But other than the chicken and the sheep, and but, the sheep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in that I I do like that they're honestly that's it's pretty cool if they are bringing stuff like that back because I feel like. Seven didn't have as much of it, and it was a cool part of previous games that I wish was always there. No doubt, and I agree. Tekken Seven didn't have a lot of personality with some of their stages, I think. Yeah. Um, while Tekken, even Tekken Tag Two had some really cool stages on it, like the aforementioned Snoop Dogg stage. Yeah. Um, I loved Infinite Azure. I thought those were cool levels. Um, and they had a few other ones. Uh, that was Unknowns, John and Unknowns. Oh, yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I think that's Infinite Azure. No, no, I'm sorry. That's Heavenly Garden. I'm sorry. Infinite Azure is the, the one on Tekken 7 that's in the same vein. Oh, okay. Uh, that's like Heavenly okay. Garden, I think it is. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, yeah. I, I always ask about stages because I'm a big fan of stages. I think stages are very important in fighting games. Um, yeah. Having a wide selection of stages is very important. Having different kinds of stages. No, and Tekken is is more important with their stages because some stages can make or break a character. Yeah. Some characters only work if there's a stage with walls, while other ones are way better if they're on an infinite stage. Yeah. So the 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 stages are kind of like characters in right. themselves. No, no, I can I can definitely feel that, especially if they. If they like directly affect certain characters like you were saying you know what i mean yeah um so i'm i am out of of topics to touch on so do you guys have any other questions or concerns about tekken 8 uh yeah honestly yeah. i'm just very excited for it i'm looking forward to see what else comes out um i am wondering though because yeah. this is technically what is it the what am I trying to say? How many how many Tekken podcasts do we have currently? Like, which number is this? Is this two, three, four? Of all, no, 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 but like uh, for Tekken 8 specifically, like different food chain numbers that have been on. 
Oh, this. Oh, Tekken Eight. This is okay. The only so my question would be eight. like, do like do we plan on coming back to this in a third installment, like when more and more characters come out? Um, once we get even more information, um, I okay. think it could be pertinent to come back. Um, but it'll take more than just right. like a character drop, for 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 me at least to to right. dub it necessary. Um, but if like something happens and they drop like six characters, like they have like another event and it's like an exhibition and we see all these characters right. that we haven't seen before okay. playing, right. like like uh, oh we invited all of these pros to play in this tournament. And after the tournament, they're gonna run a first to ten using all these characters. We have we have this character playing this person playing Brian. This character's playing Alex the dinosaur. This person's playing Steve. This person's playing Dragonov. This person's playing Yoshimitsu. Then I'm like. All right, I think we can get back on the pod and no, talk about this crazy absolutely. shit. Yeah. But um, but just for random character drops, um, like one or two or three. Okay. Uh, no, I was just throwing it out there because I'm, I, with their pacing, I can't tell how far we are in like the reveal for this game. You know what I mean? Like I can't really tell what else is coming, whether it be more characters or. But the last question I had that I wanted to say earlier, but I got uh, sidetracked is a prediction um do you guys think that this total like vanilla roster after the game comes out will be bigger or smaller than the initial vanilla roster for tekken 7 that's a good question i personally think it'll be comparable i think they'll i don't remember how many dropped with the original tekken 7 it was it was everyone except Um, the top row was all vanilla if i'm not mistaken um, I think we'll have a similar roster size. However, I think I said this um, a few episodes ago. Not, it wasn't necessarily about Tekken 8. It was about Tekken 8, but it wasn't a Tekken 8 podcast where I feel like the quality of character in Tekken 7 was much worse. And I feel like Tekken 8's quality of character right, is right. going to be I can better. Definitely, I can definitely see that. Another thing you mentioned was um, some characters like, I think you mentioned like, uh, oh, I don't want, was it, was it Jack you said? But somebody had adopted traits of Gigas, and you were like, you know, you, uh, okay, yeah, so Jack. boom, like Jack picked up some things from Gigas, and there's probably other characters that have been revealed that have picked up some things from other characters. For instance, I saw a, 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 either a video or like a little skit on online somewhere where they said Xiao Yu was showing remnants of uh, Lucky Chloe, if I'm not mistaken, like in either moves that she did or like how she acts. And they were like, oh, well, we know we're not getting Lucky Chloe because Xiao Yu just did one of her stances or something. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that could, that could be the case. Yeah, I mean, I that, that could be so the I'm case. wondering if they're exactly. going to, like, use that as, like, a tease as, like, okay, you guys probably aren't going to get these characters. But here's how we'll homage or, like, pay homage to those characters. You know what I mean? Like, why have this entire slot yeah. of a character when I can just incorporate most of what they do into this character who's very, very similar? You know what I mean? Not saying those two characters were similar, yeah. but just yeah, as, as, as an Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, and I'm cool with that personally, um, because it's not like you're losing a character. Because these new characters, actually Lucky Chloe is an exception because she actually had a bit of a personality. But these other characters that they might be taken from really right. weren't characters at all. They were yeah. movesets uh, attached to a character model but they weren't necessarily characters in themselves. So I don't think anyone's going to be fucking pissed that um, Jack has some of Gigas' moves or 
this one character has Claudio's like hop kick or or something like that. I don't think anyone's gonna be upset about that. Yeah. Because I really can't. I don't. I don't want to speak for everyone. Just me personally. I can't imagine anyone having a deep personal connection with most of the new characters because there weren't there wasn't much there yeah. to connect to. There's nothing like oh, what's your favorite aspect of Claudio's personality? I like how he uses magic. It's like oh, well that's not a personality. Tell me about his personality. What about his? Oh, accent? um, I don't like, know. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> his accent. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I do hope that uh, they do they go in and, and flesh out some characters more. And if they are gonna bring some of them back, uh, uh, like Leroy, you know what I mean? They put in the work for him. They started adding him to lore immediately. Let's see some of that. You know what I mean? Put him into the story. They were in one game. Put him in the next one. But only if they can fit in. Right. Oh, no, that makes Another sense. Another thing I'm curious yeah. about with this new game is seeing what sense. the campaign's gonna give us. Because, you know, most of the time, characters in the game tie into whatever the campaign is for the most part, right? So it's like, everything in Tekken 7, what is Tekken 8 going to give us? You know, like, where does the Mishima bloodline go? Uh, with, with characters like Leroy in it, do we piggyback off of that, you know, Tekken series? Like, is that canon for us to piggyback off of with this game? Or do we stick to being a direct sequel to 7? You know what I mean? Do we jump to another part or just make a hole on some Mortal Kombat stuff where like, it's not about Liu Kang anymore, it's about Johnny Cage. You know what I mean? In the Cage family. So it's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause now we got Jun back in the picture and just having, just Jun alone being That's alive and back in the story, <laughs> just, I don't want to say balloons because it like, that, that, that sounds bad, but it, but like having Jun back in the fold, it really can give us a conclusion to the story that's yeah. not just Jin kills Kazuya because now like because Kazuya went bad because oh, okay. Jun went missing and and so it's like not like it wasn't like cause and effect but if Jun hadn't gone missing Kazuya would not have fallen as far as he did right, Jun okay. would have been there to help okay so like a savior storyline almost with uh with Jun could be a possible outcome or that's, that's just to show him the light. light. <laughs> to show him the light, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know how that's going to play out because Jin and Lars are, you know, they're trying to stop Kazuya and Jun is trying to save Kazuya and that could create some type of conflict between mother and uh, mother and son, I mean, because maybe Jin is like, I'm going to kill my dad because, because, and Jun's like, no, we can save him and Jin will be like, no, because he's killed a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And Jun will be like, well, even he can be saved. And then she'll just pen and stare Jin because he's also killed a bunch of people and he'll be fucking dead. Yeah. And then she'll save Kazuya. Of right. course, that's that's just uh, jokey jokes. But that just shows, um, yeah, I mean, the story could go anywhere, to be honest. Word. I look forward to, to seeing that. Look forward to seeing, uh, uh, well, let's hope that they actually give us a story this time. Yeah what was even i mean the story mode in where you play mainly as the mishimas wasn't bad but uh, i i always I, I don't know why six was just a good game bring six I think back. everything six like the final boss in six was bring like all absolutely valid yeah i i i think because when Tekken 7 and all of them and like Street Fighter 5 were coming out, like the, the the cool thing to do in your fighting game was to have a big cinematic story. Yeah. When um when it came to Tekken, all of our stories were shown with gameplay. Yeah. Like uh they had like 
like fighting right. like beat em ups type of deals. Mm -hmm. It'd be cool if we got something like that for the campaign. I will admit, I do, yes. I do miss oh that. My I believe goodness. it was Tekken 5 where like Lars was the MC, if I'm not mistaken, or was that 6? So yeah, when, when uh, like you six, were running around six, yeah. on like some God of War type stuff and you're just like doing the whole beat em up thing and I think you could have like co-op, right? Online co-op. Uh, right? yeah, I would love something yeah. like that because my, my biggest I mean, issue with certain fighting games is that when you're not doing online multiplayer or like going in with your boy and just beating each other's ass, with all due respect, that does get tiring. It gets boring after a while. You know, you either go back and forth over and over again or one's yeah. getting completely overwhelmed the whole time. So it's like when you add different things like a co-op story or like a little arcade mode where you can run around and do stuff, it just gives a different feel to the game as a whole. And... Right, yeah, and it gives you like, other things to want to enjoy about the game or want to look forward to about the game. And <clears throat> I don't know, that's yeah. that's just me. I've been a super huge advocate for classic like split-screen co-op play, and that died years ago, but hey man, a man can hope. Don't gotta be, be split-screen, but a man right. can hope. That's, it still, still lives on in his that. heart. Good lord, that, that's, that's, that's the letter I'm gonna write, McWhoopie. I'm like, like, like right there, you go. Write that letter. Send it to him. Co-op tonight. <laughs> I'm like, why does, <laughs> why does podcast, podcast always write to us? <laughs> what the fuck? We don't even know who these people are. What the fuck? Um, but with that said, I want to uh, wrap up this episode. We've been going on yeah. for pretty long. Yeah. Um, but we we touched on pretty much everything there was to touch on, maybe barring a few small details. Um, but Tekken Eight looks fucking fantastic and i'm so excited i don't know about you guys but i'm so hyped i haven't been this hyped for a tech game in a long ass time i was hyped for Very seven much. but i'm definitely already more like... hyped for this game than i was for seven so i'm right there with you yeah no that's yeah. exactly what i was gonna say yeah no doubt but no i think we're all no doubt at all um yeah we're yeah. definitely all in agreement here so with that being said i think we could bring this episode to a close i want to thank you both for coming on um, it took a little bit to uh, to get our schedules right for this, but I'm so happy it came together so we could record this. So I want to thank you both Shit. for being here with I, me tonight. I'm literally saying the exact same thing to both of you guys, man. I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate both of you taking the time because this was a nice little lengthy podcast. But most of our podcasts are pretty are pretty lengthy, so I'm not too worried about that. I'm just happy to be a part of it and hope we all get to do it again soon. We're definitely same. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I was able to make it, just because I thought I was gonna be super late, and then we ended up pushing it back a little bit. So then made it perfect. Um, I appreciate you guys one for allowing me to do that, because uh, I didn't want to miss out on being able to talk to you guys uh, uh, about as much tech and data as we possibly can. <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you we for definitely on. We squeeze this Honestly, rock for all its juice. Word. All right, well, that's the episode. So I would like to reintroduce Protege Deluxe. It's me, baby. I will see y'all later. And Snapple. Oh, your boy Snap Rap, guys. Once again, it's great to be back. I love all of you. I appreciate you guys the most for having me. And I cannot wait to be back behind the mic. He's been Snapple Grapple, and he's been Protege Deluxe. I've been Mick Whoopi Goldberg, 
And this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. And we will see you the on the next one. The heart of battle.